Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Back and better than ever, Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests on the Goodyear Hotline coming up today. I have a new crush. The best player in the world is missing. There is a coach I love, and Lord knows it isn't mine. And the two teams I care most about lost 92-16 to 16 yesterday. So how do you think I'm doing? Let's get this thing started. Here we go! Only one place to start. All right, the place to start is with Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. Delighted Rex Ryan and Ryan Clark have a few extra minutes for me here after we wrap up. Get up today. Delighted to have you both. RC's going to have to jump and go do first take coming up in a few minutes. So let's dive right in. And let's start immediately with the team that took up so much, a team that we'd have spent no time talking about. And I heard it from their fans on Twitter all day yesterday. Let's give them the love. Your guy, R.C., Joe Burrow, and your guy, Jamar Chase, and the Cincinnati Bengals with what might have been the biggest statement of the season. Listen, this is a huge statement. You know, you come into Baltimore a week after they dominate the Los Angeles Chargers, a team that we thought was not only a playoff team, but could challenge to make it to the Super Bowl. Lamar Jackson is amazing. The defense is absolutely phenomenal blitzing. And so you think, oh, they're going to do the same thing to Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. Hell no. Joe Burrow is a stud, threw for over 400 yards. Jamar Chase against a secondary that's physical, against a secondary with all pro caliber players, pro bowl players, he absolutely dominates them. And then defensively, you put pressure on Lamar Jackson the entire day. They can't run the football. You get five sacks. You make plays in the pass game. I thought that this was one of those statement games that the Cincinnati Bengals needed in order to announce that they're a playoff contender and a team that we're going to be talking about down the stretch. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think – the plan was super similar for Baltimore, you know, just like it was yes. against the Chargers. Exactly. But the difference was Zach Taylor on the other side, they outcoached Baltimore. They did. They were there in protection. They scanned the backs. They did all kinds of stuff and kept Joe Burrow upright. And then, by the way, there is a huge mismatch with yeah. Jamar Chase over anybody. Marlon Humphrey had a great game against Chargers. Yeah, against right. Mike Williams. Well, guess what? Jamar different, Chase different ain't Mike beast. Williams. So to me, that was a, an amazing thing. And then the statement they made, I love the way Cincinnati plays defense, man. They're aggressive. They remind me of the Baltimore defense, mm-hmm. man. They get after you, and, and they certainly got after Lamar Jackson, man. It was the old way that we used to attack Michael Vick. Zero blitz. They did it a bunch. They, they never worried about, hey, can we run with guys? Don't worry. If you can get to the passer that quick, then uh, then it's no big deal. But I love the way Cincinnati played that game. That was one statement that was made yesterday. The other, and I think you really have to combine it over the course of six days. Yeah. The Titans on Monday Night cool. Football smashing the Buffalo Bills and then cu- turning around six days later and humiliating Kansas City. I mean, RC, how good is Tennessee? Listen, Tennessee is one of the better – if not the best team in the AFC. And listen, we're going to look at, and you mentioned it, Greeny on Get Up, the blowout loss to the Arizona Cardinals, which at the time, we were like, oh my gosh, you lose to the Cardinals like this, you must think. Well, the Cardinals are undefeated. And then you lose to the Jets without Julio Jones, without A.J. Brown, which you still should not lose to the Jets. But they did. Mm -hmm. But when you watch what they did over the last six days, you play against Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills, and Josh Allen didn't play bad. Josh Allen played well. Josh Allen made plays, but the Tennessee Titans made more. Derrick Henry was the best player on the field. Ryan Tannehill made the timely plays. And then to come in this week, and it wasn't just the offense. 
that impressed me. I thought they'd score 27 points. I actually thought they'd score more if they don't take their foot off the gas pedal. But they stopped them, right? They created turnovers. They put pressure on Patrick Mahomes. And they didn't allow a touchdowns to the Kansas City Chiefs who score touchdowns in their sleep. And so I thought that that statement means so much for this Tennessee Titans team to be able to see the things on offense you want to see but play defense that well. Yeah, and, and when's the last time we've seen the Kansas City Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes only score three points? Yeah. What? That doesn't happen in the first first quarter of a game let alone <laughs> right. four quarters right so to me that was that that was a huge statement and you're starting to see why bud dupree was a huge investment for for yep. this team you partner him up with harold landry you got jeffrey simmons you see why they took him in the first round mm-hmm. they can get heat on the quarterback with just the the four guys rushing they were able to hang back in the back end and, and kevin byard is still one still of the best safeties in the league that yes. we we don't necessarily talk about so Man, oh man! And this Chris team. Fulton, who was who, who who was their best corner throughout the year, is injured right now. Yeah. yeah, you know. So, so for Kansas City, I mean, that you make a good point on the defense because for all the talk we've had about what's wrong with them, they have still scored this year: 33, 35, yeah. 24, 42, even twenty points in their loss to Buffalo, thirty-one. So to be held to three points yesterday, Crazy. that's Tennessee just getting it done. Greeny with you, presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Insurance is proud to support veterans with its annual Keys to Progress Vehicle Giveaway Program. Now celebrating nine years of donating vehicles, helping veterans in need. Learn more at keystoprogress.com. I'm going to have to let RC go in a minute. I want your thoughts, though, on the Bears and the, and the Justin Fields thing because uh, Brady's Bucks humiliate Man. them yesterday, and he was spectacular. Yep. But the Bears, they don't even look they, – they look like they could play you for – you could play ten quarters and they're not going to threaten to score. What? And so, and so, 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 what you look for, Greeny, when you have a rookie quarterback is a progression. Right, like even though Trevor Lawrence didn't play extremely well early on in the year, we're now seeing him progress and become a better quarterback. He's starting to look like he's getting those snaps, getting those reps, starting to get that feel. We aren't seeing those type of things with Justin Fields. It's because they don't have consistency. From week to week, this team changes on Justin Fields. You don't use his legs. You don't give him opportunities for call runs. You don't protect him when you know you have a backup backup at the tackle position. Mm -hmm. And so I think all of these things play a part into Justin Fields. Now, does he need to play better? Absolutely. Does he have to protect the ball when he knows that he has a guy that was bagging groceries, playing tackle? Yes, you have to do all those things. But as a coaching staff, you have to know what your guy can do well and put him in those situations and protect him from the things that can hurt him. And the Chicago Bears are doing none of that. This is as bad of an offensive football team, yesterday at least, that I've seen in a very long time. All right, RC, I have to let him go, Rex. Hold that thought because he's got to go do first take, and if he's late, I'm going to get yelled at. I love you, big fella. Thanks a million. Oh, unplug. Unplug. <laughs> Ryan Clark did not unplug uh, his, uh, his ears, uh, but now we're all good. All well. Uh, that's RC. Thanks a million, as always. Rex, let me come to you on, on, on the similar topic there. I mean, the Bears... It was just a game that if they had played 10 quarters, the Bears would not have threatened to score. What What is going on there? Yeah, no, it's crazy. And like RC talked about, you, you have to have a plan. You you go in. It, it's a game plan specific plan every single week. Well, you, you knew it was a bad a bad matchup anyway. Mm-hmm. Why? Because the number one thing you do is be able to run the football the last couple of weeks. Well, you're going against a team that's basically going to take that away from you. I actually like the fact that Chicago or that Chicago actually still stayed the course running the football. Right. But when it comes to throwing the ball, it's protection first. What do we not understand about that? We have a, a, a fifth string offensive tackle, okay, against Shaq Barrett and, and JPP. 
All right, two of the better pass rushers in the game. And you're going to single block those guys. Well, what do you think is going to happen to your quarterback? He was under constant pressure. And look, can the kid get better? Yeah, he's a dang rookie. He's going to get better. But start with protection. And, and it drives me crazy when, look, you can look at Joe Burrow. The first thing Cincinnati did in that game was protect the quarterback, mm-hmm. a young quarterback, because Joe Burrow's only had 17 starts. Yep. So to me, that's what you need to do, Chicago Bears. Run the football. I, I, I thought I didn't disagree with that plan, but go protection next. That's what you have to do with this By young quarterback. By the way, no one runs the ball against Tampa, though. It should no. be reminded that no one runs the ball against them. And right. it's two weeks in a row now they have told Justin Fields in his helmet Snap the ball quickly. They have 12 men on defense. And the two weeks in a row, they had that wrong. He throws a jump ball because he thinks he's got a free play. That's totally on the coach. No, that's a fireball type offense. Like, how do you do that? And, and your quarterback throws two picks. Well, right. of course he does. He's throwing jump balls up there. Because I know, hey, just like the old Aaron Rodgers, nobody made more plays than him. Just throw it up there. Well, if if you told the quarterback that, then be man enough to admit it in a press conference. Yeah, that, that seems to have gone really badly. Meanwhile, I've got breaking news. Um, or at least this is developing news here from Adam Schefter. I'll make it straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. An MRI has confirmed a sprained PCL for Jets quarterback Zach Wilson, who is now expected to be sidelined two to four weeks per source. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise, which means, Rex, that not only are the Jets unimaginably terrible, but they're now yeah. completely irrelevant. Like, the only thing worth watching about them is the development of the young quarterback. So now the Jets have just gone from being the worst team you've ever seen to being the worst team you've ever seen with nothing to even strive for. Um, I'm so upset about them. I don't even yeah. know where to begin. Go ahead. No, what do you, I mean, say look, whatever look, you'd like. I, I can say this, Greeny. I understand the frustration in here because when we brought in Robert Sala, you know, and I say we because we're both Jet fans. Yeah. We're, he was supposed to be a passionate guy, high-energy guy, motivator and all that. Well, I haven't seen it. And, and quite honestly, this was about as bad a coaching performance as I've seen in years. How the hell do you give up 54 points? By the way, New England Patriots, I get it. You've got, you got Tom Brady, Gronkowski, you know, Wes Welker, Edelman. you got all those Randy Mott. Oh, no, that was when I was playing him. Yeah. I would have had to play him twice to give up 54 points. So, to me, this was a joke. You have a rookie quarterback over there. Here's what that game showed me. You had a, a, a coach, one of the greatest coaches we've ever had, on the other sideline, and an offense coordinator knows what the heck he's doing, right? Experience. Look at those guys. They have a, a rookie quarterback who's playing like a veteran. You, on the other hand, have no experience as a head coach, no experience as a coordinator, and your, your quarterback looks completely lost. So that's what it showed me. Man, I mean, take, look at the film of what New England's asking their quarterback to do and maybe implement it with your young quarterback. The other piece of this, and I don't know that everyone across the country realizes this, it's almost impossible the New York Jets in six games have scored zero points in the first quarter. So whatever it is your plan is all week long, and in this case they had two weeks, Right. it hasn't worked at a single time the entire season. If you look at a game, like when does coaching show up? All right, it obviously shows up in the end of games and all that situational football. But it shows up in the first quarter. Yeah. This is your game plan going in. You spent two weeks getting this. Hey, here's our here's our opener, opening 15 plays of a sequence. Mm-hmm. You've got zero points. 
Well, that'll that if that doesn't speak volumes about your preparation, your team's preparation, and if you don't take it personally as a coach, you're crazy. You have to do that. Your team's not getting off to any kind of start. You're behind every single time. It's it's uh, it's just amazing. How the, by the way, how the hell did this team beat Tennessee? I, I don't care who played, <laughs> knew didn't play. It, it still blows me away. But look, it, it's. Uh, They've got to look in the mirror first. And I remember getting killed by New England. Okay, I yep. get it. 45-3 to three or whatever on a Monday night. I buried the football. Why? But my team was in a different situation. All right? Because my team actually played hard, played with passion. That, that ain't the, the case right here. By the way, we beat New England six weeks later. They ain't beating anybody six weeks later. So, I, I mean, We beat New England six weeks later in a playoff game. A playoff For those game. who don't know, 28-21, yep. in what remains the last playoff game the Jets have won as a franchise. All right, I could do this all day, but why? Uh, I should just smash my head into a wall. It'll be more fun. <laughs> Rex, you're the best. Thank you, as always. Uh, it is always a, a delight. And by the way, Orlowski finishes up our show every day with these terrible jokes. Yes, you does. had a much better one. Tell, tell everybody here the joke you had that yeah, was much better. Yeah, I got better. a horrendous one as well. And what did, better. The, what did the lobster say to the crab? What did the lobster say to the crab? Don't be shelfish. <laughs> See? Brutal. It's, way, it's brutal, brutal, but it's better than Dan's jokes. And anything that brings a smile to my face today is welcome. Thank you, Rex Ryan. Hey, sign up with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the NFL. Use my name, Greeny, as the code. You'll get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes. Up for grabs this week with your first deposit. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Coming up next, um, we uh, my, my takes are coming up next here. The two teams I care about lost 92-16 to 16 yesterday. We'll deal with both of them right after this on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. This is Greeny, presented by Progressive Insurance, our guests on the Goodyear Hotline. In 30 seconds, I will give you my takes from an NFL Sunday yesterday. Believe me, I have a lot to say. <laughs> but one of the things I want to say, before I even get to the ZipRecruiter read, as I welcome in the assembled members of the hashtag crew, Hembo. Hembo, if I text you, how quickly do you get back to me? Uh, no more than two or three minutes. I mean, that's tops. Tops. If I text you and, and I, I don't hear from you in five minutes, I'm going to check the hospital. You're the I'm, most important person in my career. I am prompt when you text me. Uh, at Nuno, if I text you, how quickly do you get back to me? Ah, uh, that's going to be a quick 60 seconds. Quick 60 mm. seconds tops. So I sent Bubba a text this morning, and I said to him in this break that just was going on, in this commercial break, I said, Bubba, uh, what's the answer to the question I texted you? And Bubba's response was, I didn't see the text. 
So I went back and looked. I texted you at 8.28 a.m. Eastern time this morning. That is almost two hours ago on a day that we are working together. How is it possible that it took you two hours, Bubba, to see this text? I need a response to that. Well, I'm a busy man, one. (laughs) Um, But no, uh, the issue is strictly I have two phones. And my primary phone is my non-work phone, Droid. But to make your life easier, I actually gave you my iPhone work phone. Well, let me ask you a question. Let me just cut you off right now. I responded on the same number from which you text me all the time. So what you're telling me is in what way are you making my life easier if you're telling me that you are not going to respond to my texts because you're not going to see them because I have a number you don't use much. In what way are you expecting that to make my life easier? Well, I mean, this is one time it happened. But, you know, all I ever hear from you iPhone guys is, oh, it's it's green, it's not blue, I can't do this. That is true. You mess up the text, you mess up the chains. the worst. Because I'm in a a group chain with you guys who so don't want to mess up the entire chain so i said hey i'll just get i'll give you the iphone okay. i'll be in it and you know so- what i'm going to accept that answer i would rather not have bubba respond to me than get that green response i don't like it it throws off every group everything See, oh, there you go worst. yeah there, i literally okay. i specifically did that for you no you're clear you're fine i got no issue in the meantime the question i had for him <laughs> is going to take the show in a different direction today we'll get to that mm. in just a moment greenies takes All right, here we go. My top five takes coming out of yesterday in the National Football League. I will set aside the one you're waiting for to do separately at the end. Here we go. Number five. I have a crush on Joe Burrow. I I can't help it. That dude is special. He's got like an attitude, a cockiness, a swagger. I don't know what it is. Rex Ryan actually said on TV today that he reminds him of Tom Brady which is the highest praise you can possibly give someone, especially someone who yesterday was making his 17th career NFL start. He has played one season's worth of football, and he's spectacular. He's unbelievable. Jamar Chase is unbelievable. Their defense is completely legit. The Bengals are legit. I don't know that they're going to beat out the Ravens for that division, but I think they will. If you made me bet on who's going to win that division right now, I would take Cincinnati because they're just that good. Top to Joe Mixon. Like, you don't realize how good that team is. They're ridiculously good. And what they did yesterday to the Ravens in their own stadium, that was a statement. That was a huge statement from a Cincinnati team that is legit. They're not going anywhere. And those two guys, Burrow and Jamar, are going to be the best combination, the best quarterback-receiver combination in the NFL for a long time to come. Number four. The Bears are a joke. A joke. They have taken the best thing that could have possibly happened to them and turned it into a disaster. There was a time, Hembo, you asked me a question during the offseason after the draft. Is Justin Fields the most important athlete to come to Chicago since Michael Jordan? The answer to that should be yes. How ridiculous does that sound now? (laughs) They've taken the whole thing and turned it into something that feels awful. Watching them feels awful. They could have played 20 quarters yesterday and not scored. There was, there was no amount of game. And their defense, I felt sorry. I feel sorry for them because they're trying hard out there against a great team, and they know that they have no chance to win. And I asked myself this question. I know the history of Chicago sports extraordinarily well. I worked there for years. 
What's the last thing they did when they got something really right? Like, they just keep people in place who just don't ever get anything right. The Bears get nothing right. Every big decision they make, they get wrong. Coaching hires, GM hires, draft picks, trades. They get everything wrong. Their coaching staff is atrocious. Their history of making personnel decisions is ridiculous. They're terrible. The Bears have taken the drafting, the trading up and drafting of Justin Fields, which brought more enthusiasm to that fan base than anything they've had in years, and they've taken it from that into something that now feels terrible. That takes some doing. They are a joke. The Bears are an absolute joke. Number three. Dan Campbell can coach my team anytime, especially now, but that's neither here nor there. I love that guy. The Lions are bad. All right, that's a bad football team. They have bad talent. If the next time they win anything of consequence, they're going to have to have turned over that roster in a million different ways. And for all I know, Dan Campbell won't be the coach anymore because they get everything wrong there, too. They're the same group that fired Jim Caldwell because he couldn't get them from point B to point C. Now they can't. They don't even know what alphabet they're trying to be, and their team is so bad. But did you see him pulling out all the stops yesterday? How much of that game did you see? All the red zone stuff. I mean, the onside kick in the first quarter, two fake punts. They're doing everything they can to try and win a game. I love that coach. And that team is still playing. That team plays so much harder than the Jets with so much more passion and so much more spirit. And they're actually worse. They have less good players than the Jets. And if they played the Jets right now on a neutral field, I would favor Detroit by a touchdown. <laughs> they're that much. They're, I, at least I care about them. I, who don't have the first, I don't give a damn about the Lions one way or the other. I get so much more joy watching them play and compete than I do watching the Jets. It's not even close. So that guy is an excellent coach. Number two. Remember when the Titans lost to the Jets? Does that possibly seem like it actually happened? In the last six days, they just beat up Buffalo and Kansas City. By the way, whoever stole Patrick Mahomes, can you please bring him back? Because we miss him. What the hell is going on in Kansas City? I mean, that, that was such a beatdown. And the Chiefs looked just terrible. The injury to Mahomes at the end of the game was scary, but the news is good. He cleared the concussion protocol. He could have come back in the game, but there was no reason to put him back in the game. Joe Judge would have put him back in the game, but, but Andy Reid wasn't going to do that. So uh, the Titans, uh, we talked about it with Rex and RC a little earlier. They're legit. Cincy is legit. Buffalo is legit. One or two other t- Baltimore, I still think, will be heard from. Kansas City's in trouble. Real trouble in the AFC. Number one. And then one more. Kyler Murray is unlike any player I've ever seen. He is, and this is for the older people listening, he is Fran Tarkenton and Lamar Jackson rolled into one player. He, he, he reminds me of Tarkenton. Rex brought it up this morning, and he's right. And the Cardinals are the best team in football right now, for sure. Nothing's even close. They, people don't pay attention to them because they're the Cardinals. But the reality is their defense is elite. Their quarterback is ridiculous. They have extraordinary skilled players. Right now, Murray is the MVP of the league. He makes plays unlike anything you've ever seen in your life. I've never seen a player do the stuff he does. He just looks different doing it. And they're going to make a statement Thursday night. They're hosting Green Bay on Thursday night, and they're going to make a statement that they are the best team in the NFC. Right now, they're the best team in the NFL. 
And those are Greenies takes. Starting stronger uh, starts at AutoZone, where they've got battery solutions in the form of free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what makes them America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone with AutoZone. I'll save mine for last. Let's just get quick takes from the hashtag crew on your teams. Nuno. Giants a win yesterday. The game starts, and they're getting booed off the field. And then they turn around, and they play well. Missing a lot of guys they're missing. Give me a quick take, Nuno, on your Giants. Uh, Yeah, I don't know how I'm supposed to feel today, right? My team won a game against a team that, you know, is going the wrong way. I believe that Daniel Jones can be your quarterback of the future. I just hope that because of the disaster that's around him, no offensive line, your weapons are are hurt, that when a new regime comes in here, they he is out, what is it, throw out the baby with the bathwater or whatever the saying is, mm-hmm. and that's probably going to happen with Daniel Jones. What's on your mind with the hashtag crew brought to you by My Computer Career Training for a Better Life. Hambo, your Eagles stunk yesterday. I'm disgusted to be an Eagles fan right now. Any buildup, any equity that Nick Sirianni built up by beating the Falcons in week one and looking so good doing it is gone now. We all hate him. Like If you listen to the Philadelphia talk, uh, talk shows right now, everyone's out on the coach. And if you watched any of the game yesterday, nothing is more frustrating than when you're just watching your defense willingly allow a completion on pretty much every play. For a little context there, Greeny, the Eagles are allowing their defense this year a completion percentage of 74.4. The NFL record for a season is 74.4. That was Drew Brees a couple years ago. They've turned every quarterback into Drew Brees, and it's frustrating to watch. They're just terrible. And then Bubba, who is wearing the Dak Prescott jersey today, your team on a bye, you're watching the division stink. What did you... What was a day like yesterday for Bubba on a bye week? Yeah, I mean, these guys. Nuno's happy they finally got a win. Hembo's just... Losing his mind here, and I'm just sitting back, feeling great. Wearing, I, I think I lost track. I think I'm on day 21. I don't know. I don't know. We got another week this week, and I expect we'll beat the Vikings when we back for another week. So uh, yeah, it was a great Sunday. Nothing to worry about. Just kick back and enjoy some football. Feeling good, and I'm sure the boys are in the facility working hard, getting ready for another week. And uh, just going to come back and win again. Uh, I could go for a shave. That's the one thing, honestly, that no, you can't shave. I kind of wish <laughs> no I could, shaving. but I, I know I'm not going to, obviously. I'm not, I'm not at all. But that's the one thing I kind of I wish. But I do have a lot of people constantly coming up to me and asking me, so you haven't washed the jersey? You're really not watching the jersey? And uh, I just say, hey, did they lose? That's exactly right. You can't wash the jersey. All right. And, and, and then we'll get to mine. So the Jets. So here's what the Jets are. More than anything else, or perhaps less than anything else. There are a lot of bad football teams, and you don't need me to tell you they're a bad football team. But what frustrates me the most is the Jets are a really, really bad idea. Like, I blame Joe Douglas, who was the general manager, and Woody Johnson, if he has any semblance of an idea of what's going on with the franchise now, which there is no evidence to conclude that he does. But the Jets are terrible in a variety of incredibly easy-to-foresee ways. Who was it who decided, we're going to put together a rookie quarterback with zero experience who comes from a town in Utah smaller than my apartment building who is going to come to this town and we're going to give him no backup quarterback, no veteran, bring in zero veteran presence to mentor him. We're going to hire an offensive coordinator who looks 11 and I think is actually younger than that and has no idea what he's doing, is in so far over his head, I don't even know where to begin. 
and a first-time head coach who also, unfortunately, looks ridiculously in over his head. And the one thing he's supposed to be, which is this incredible rah-rah motivator, the Jets look lifeless, they look hopeless, helpless, defeated, and disinterested. Now the quarterback is going to be out two to four weeks, and frankly, that's the best thing that ever happened to him. Get him the hell out of the middle of this mess. But what the Jets are, which is far worse than being a bad football team, there are plenty of bad teams. They're a bad idea. I was extremely critical of the previous coach, Adam Gase, and I do not take back a word of what I said. Adam Gase was a coach who knew what he was doing and did it badly. This coaching staff doesn't know what it's doing. They don't know what they're doing. I don't want to hear about the All-22. I'll show you the all I'll sit and watch the All-22. The New York Jets have not scored a point in the first quarter this season. Bear in mind, every team scripts their first 15 plays. Their plan sucks. They go into a game with a plan that has not worked once. Not once. Not in a single game. They had two weeks to prepare their first offensive series for the game against the Patriots yesterday, and they opened with two runs up the middle. The Jets are a terrible idea. It's hard to tell when you have as bad a roster as they do that how badly a team is coached. Like, you can look at a lot of teams and say, well, they have such bad players, I don't know if they're badly coached. You never wonder about that with the Jets. The Jets are horrendously coached. So they're unimaginably bad, and I blame the people at the top. Because if I made Hembo the head coach of the Jets, it wouldn't be his fault that he wasn't ready for that job. It would be my fault. And frankly, he's just as ready as the guys who were doing those jobs. So what the New York Jets are is not a bad football team. They're a bad idea. They were doomed before they began. Everything that could have gone wrong, everything you could have foreseen going wrong has gone wrong. And Joe Douglas, he of the six-year contracted general manager who they couldn't wait, has gotten everything wrong himself. Everything wrong. So if a fish stinks from the head, what's the expression? What stinks from the head down? Whatever it is. The Jets stink from the head down, from the top to the bottom, and every part of them in between. They stink. Greeny, the podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. 
At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. I'm ready to go right now. Green Light with Greeny. Let's do a quick green light here, Hembo. I'm giving it to you. We got the World Series matchup set. It begins tomorrow. Astros, um, who were sitting there waiting to see what would happen. And to a lot of people's surprise, including mine, the Braves wind up getting there. So you had the Giants, who had an historically great season. You had the Dodgers, who had an historically great season. You kept telling me all year long the Brewers mm-hmm. were going to wind up winning the National League pennant. And of course, it was none of those teams. None of the above. It's Atlanta that winds up winning. So we got Braves, Astros beginning tomorrow night. What do we need to know? Well, I think the, the, the Braves reaching the World Series, Greeny, really is somewhat instructive for the sport because they did something novel this year, and that's that they really tried to win against all odds. This is a team that had a losing record at the, at, at the All-Star break. This team didn't have a winning record, Greeny, until August the 6th, but... Their GM believed in the team, and they went for it by trading for a bunch of outfielders that wound up helping them beat the Dodgers in the NLCS. There are a lot of Dodgers fans that I've talked to that, that feel if they didn't have to go through San Francisco, they would still be the last team standing, but none of that matters now. So congratulations to the Braves. They play the Astros, who, in my judgment, are four wins away from vindicating themselves. Now, what they did in 2017 was awful. We know that. And we aren't supposed to forget it. We're not going to forget it. But if they wind up winning the World Series this year, five years later, presumably on the up and up, I think it puts Jose Altuve back on a Hall of Fame track. I think it puts Carlos Correa back on a Hall of Fame track. And in some sense, vindicates the fact that they cheated in 2017. And then being able to do this again this way with all that scrutiny and all the hatred that they've you know, sort of received around baseball is really quite a thing. I, I couldn't help but notice mm. the most important word you used in that explanation was presumably. So did you use that on purpose, which is to say, why wouldn't you just say to do it now clean instead of saying to do it now presumably clean? Well, I'm not sure that they have earned the benefit of the doubt. There was some stuff going on in in Boston in the last series that sort of made people question what was going on. We don't know for sure, but the, the gall for any team that went through what they did to still be doing that or any variation of that would be very unlikely. And obviously it's a whole new regime with Dusty Baker, uh, you know, as the manager now, I think it is exceedingly unlikely that the Astros will be up to any such nonsense. And so this will then be an even series, but even so they're still a favorite over the, how about Dusty? Mm. Back at this stage of his life and this stage of his career, back in the World Series. It's a remarkable thing. He hasn't been back since he was in the World Series in 2002. It's the second longest gap between reaching the World Series for any manager ever. Look, Dusty Baker, you'll, you'll, you'll hear it from people like me, the sabermetric egghead types will tell you, Dusty Baker could cost his team a game in this World Series because he's not the sharpest in terms of his X's and O's. But what he does do, clearly, is put his team in the right mindset. That clubhouse is perfect. And, they're, and the way that he sort of... Um, the way that Dusty Baker has been able to use this energy that they've received by the rest of the league hating them this year is not something that any manager could do. Maybe he was just the perfect guy to choose for that circumstance, and they're four wins away from a championship. Will this be the most unpopular, forgetting vindication, mm-hmm. if they win the World Series, will it be the most unpopular win in recent memory? No, no question whatsoever. There is absolutely no question whatsoever. But imagine a scenario in which the White Sox in 1924 didn't get banned and won, back then won the World Series. This is on that level, because the 2017 Astros, what they did is on that level. They got away with it. They're still playing. So that's sort of, I think, the best comp, really the only comp that we can come the up other, with. It's the other side of it. It's the other side of the coin. Mm-hmm. The White Sox threw the 1919 World Series. Right. The Astros <laughs> cheated to win the 2017 World Series. Not exactly the same thing. We continue ESPN Radio. 
Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.